Welcome to the Cryptocurrency Teens podcast, a podcast aimed to educate teens on cryptocurrency and financial literacy. Each episode features thought leaders in the crypto and blockchain industry or inspiring entrepreneurs from the business world who share their career journeys and words of wisdom for teenagers. I'm Abigail Lee, the host of this podcast series, the founder of CryptocurrencyTeens.com and a junior in high school from New York City. For this episode, I'm excited to interview Dora Tang, CEO at Exchange Lee DEX and professor at Cleveland State University. Dora Tang is the CEO of Exchange Lee, a decentralized crypto exchange and co-founder of Seven Star Pay. Exchange Lee won the top 10 voted company out of 100 startups at the Oracle-sponsored Fund Conference in 2019 and was voted one of the top 20 technology startups in Ohio. Dora is a part-time professor at Cleveland State University, where she teaches blockchain technology and application. She has a master and bachelor's degrees in international finance and MBA, and an ABD in information systems, focusing on blockchain application research. Hi, Dora. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Abigail. Nice meeting you. Yeah, nice meeting you too. So, Dora, I see that you are the CEO at Exchangely DEX and professor at Cleveland State University. Can you tell us more about your company, university, and your roles? Sure, absolutely. Thank you for giving me the opportunity this morning. Um, so, as a CEO of uh, Exchangely, um, I uh, Exchangely is a decentralized cryptocurrency exchange with order book. Uh, so, the uh, the goal of Exchangely is to keep the digital assets. Uh, safe, very safe. So we're 100% open source and also never take the custody of customer assets. So you probably heard of a lot of horrible stories with exchange running away and uh, get hacked or uh, internal stolen. Uh, but anyway, um, the um, decentralized exchange is truly the future. And that's why we have that uh, developed the decentralized exchange exchange lay. Uh, so uh, for my role in the university, you know, I'm only a part-time professor. Um, I teach uh, business school and the, um, the blockchain technology is getting more and more popular uh, in the recent years. And uh, so I was uh, one of the, uh, I, I, I went to my PhD uh, in Cleveland State University. So, um, you know, my, my research is in uh, blockchain technology and applications. And that's why I was taking over the class. You know, my class is usually pretty full, uh, you know, 30 to 50 students. So uh, to teach them the, uh, to educate the young generation about on the blockchain. And it, uh, it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your career journey like to get into the crypto and blockchain industry? And like, why did you decide to get into this industry? Yeah, sure. Um, so in 2013, you know, I was looking for a research topic. And um, one day I just happened to read the uh, Wall Street Journal and there was very, very small section, uh, you know, in the um, uh, on the paper that is really not that obvious, but I was talking about the underlying technology of a Bitcoin. So back then in 2013, you know, Bitcoin blockchain only launched for uh, about four years. Um, and so it's, um, it is really, um, it's not that uh, a hot of topic, uh, but I just, uh, 
I, you know, uh, as I'm reading that uh, short period of paragraph, and it just, uh, it's really uh, like um, uh, in my mind that I think this is truly the future. I should really look into it. So I get uh, very interested in, you know, digging more and collect more information, read the white paper of uh, Bitcoin, and then, um, you know, starting from there, so I started to uh, do research on the blockchain application. Um, and for the, um, and this is, uh, you know, be, because in the 2017, uh, and start, you know, 16, 17, 18, I start the blockchain and the Bitcoin is start to get really, really hot. Uh, so um, in the 2017, I was looking for a project to invest because, you know, my background is finance. And so my friend and I, um, we are, um, you know, a group of, I would say, individual um, investors. Uh, so looking for a group project. And so um, I went through a lot of projects and, and uh, I figured that uh, fast access blockchain seems have uh, like very advanced design. I really like it. So our group invested on fast access blockchain and the owner, uh, you know, in uh, called me um, in the, uh, well, back then, you know, uh, within two years and asked me if I want to be a partner to join the team. So back then I was working for in the bank. Uh, so, um, you know, <laughs> working on the financial models industry. So building the models. Uh, but anyway, um, I feel that that's truly, um, you know, the finance, uh, traditional finance um, and integrated with the new technologies really, uh, the, the blockchain technology truly about payment is a free flow of value. And I believe it's truly the future. Uh, that's why I got involved, <laughs> my story. Yeah, so when you first got involved, you did a lot of research on like the crypto and blockchain industry and like, um, do you have any advice for teens who are looking to do the same? Like, what would you recommend for them to learn more about crypto or blockchain? Absolutely. So for teenagers, I think it's very smart generation, um, you know, the uh, teenager usually they're they have a very creative minds and uh, you know very fast learn, learner and try to grab things that what is a cutting edge of technology um, so for my advice is um, you know just follow your heart follow your interest uh, self-study is very important you can find some good book to read um, and just to give you an example, uh, so back in 2015, you know, 14, 15, early days, and I, uh, one day I visit my son, in, uh, he's in college, and I find out he was uh, like a miner, you know, he's mining all those coins, uh, so very surprised, and uh, so I, back then, you know, not so many miners, not that popular, but he figured out in his interest in, in, in the computer science, in mining, in the uh, all the kinds of uh, cryptocurrency. And so if you have that interest, you know, self-learning, uh, it is very important. Uh, read some book and, uh, um, you know, to if you want to be a miner um, and some of those uh, teenagers, you know, they, ha they have their savings, you know, from parents, from relatives, all those sa savings and they buy the mining machine or grip, uh, you know, uh, uh, graph cards, and they start to mine um, all kinds of coin. Um, it is, um, I won't say it's the best way to spend your money, but however, you know, spend the money of your interest, uh, however your interest uh, 
um, you know, your interests are, um, but uh, it's, uh, it's very important at, uh, to learn uh, blockchain technology and it is truly the future. And as you more and more into that and you will feel um, that it's so, uh, so many things you can do, uh, you know, applications in all kinds of industry. And so you can, you can apply your knowledge uh, in the um, uh, industry that you, you're working on in the future. Yeah. Right. So as you know, our target audience are teens around the world who are interested in cryptocurrency or blockchain. So what advice would you give them about entering this industry in the future as a career? Yeah, sure. Um, if you're really interested in the uh, blockchain technology, uh, you know, uh, for a study, a study as a major, I believe right now a lot of um, a lot of university, they open the course of uh, the blockchain technology. I'm not sure it's a major, but however, it's uh, always have a course in computer science, um, in information systems. Uh, so if you're, uh, you're really, really interested in blockchain technology, you can, you can uh, attend the, and taking some class from a computer science department uh, and to learn more about the technology. So for, um, for the university wise, you know, it's, um, I would say a lot of teenagers, they're really outstanding. You can apply for some good university. I mean, the state school is good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching at state school. Uh, so it's for, um, for the um, uh, more of the, uh, you know, the massive uh, population education. And um, so spread the words, you know, self-learning. I think self-learning is really take your knowledge to, uh, uh, to the next level because you only can spend so many time in, in class, you know, the, the, the teacher, the lecturer can only give you so much. So um, do a lot of research um, at your own, uh, in your own time and you truly will learn a lot more. Uh, so one of, just give you an example, uh, one of my friend uh, actually called me and said, uh, you know, uh, told me that uh, he, uh, her son is just very, very uh, interested in cryptocurrency. Also, uh, he's a, such an artist. So he has a great mind, you know, with all those designs, you probably like uh, heard of NFT, right? A lot of, a uh, lot of teenagers, they like to, um, to do their very cool NFTs and then they will sell them, you know, to make money. And right now, um, I think it's really uh, from a blockchain technology open the doors, not only for the artists, you know, for the, uh, for the students, you know, teenagers and who has green uh, creative minds in the way the new way of making money, right? Uh, through the uh, NFT market, through cryptocurrency, uh, yeah. Right, so you did answer my question a little bit before, but I was going to ask for the high school juniors and seniors who are deciding which colleges to apply to, do you recommend any good colleges or good programs in particular to study crypto or blockchain at? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, because the blockchain is a really a new topic, um, so uh, you look at, uh, so I look into a few schools like MIT, you know, they have a lab uh, for uh, blockchain. And um, as you uh, into, you know, uh, read a lot of books and you will see a lot of university, they open the course. So the, uh, the kids, I think, uh, who are interested, um, it's, uh, you know, you can, you can, you can not only learn the course, but also um, you can be a minor. Uh, you know, because uh, public blockchain is open, uh, open to everybody, right? Everybody can join or uh, or exit. So, if you really want to uh, 
uh, get yourself into it, you can just download the, um, let's say, the Bitcoin client or any other altcoin that starts mining. Also, you can be a designer that to sell your NFT. Uh, you know, you are, if you like blockchain games, you know, uh, right now there are a lot of games out there. Metaverse or, uh, you know, the blockchain gaming. Uh, so uh, the teenagers sometimes they when they play games, they're really good at it. You know, they're fast and they think you fast and they uh, they make some money that way. Um, uh, and uh, you can uh, try the um, the uh, you know the the payments using the cryptocurrency and they're um, decentralized. Uh, the uh, e-commerce that you can try. So there are a lot of ways the teenager can get involved. Um, also, I see some uh, uh, programs like yours that is very interesting, you know, for uh, teenagers talking about blockchain. And you see there are a lot of young people in the blockchain industry and not only like uh, like it, spread the words, you know, have a deep understanding and learning. Also, they become uh, financially uh, they accumulate a lot of wealth because you know they uh, those younger minds and they get into the once they are interested that you know they they uh, do investment you know the early days you know some teenagers that they bought a lot of Bitcoin and you know Bitcoin uh, the exchange value is very has been very high uh, even uh, right now it's a, a bear market but it's still you know uh, compared to the early years only cost like $60 or $200, uh, you know, I know, uh, I know some teenagers, they had a good investment and, and had a, a great rewards. Yeah. Yeah. So you're clearly really passionate about educating teens on blockchain technology. So um, what really inspired you to become a professor to teach all of this material? Yeah, I believe, you know, to educate the new generation, it's really, uh, it's really important. And before that, you know, our university, it's a state level university, so don't have that uh, course. So I suggest that I talk to the dean. I suggested that course and I, I volunteered myself. I said that I can teach it. And so uh, he agreed. He think uh, it is a good course. And uh, when we open the course and it's always, uh, you know, my uh, the, for the last couple of semesters, my, <laughs> my course has been full, you know, with the waiting list. So people, it seems really, um, people is, are really interested in learning more. And for those young generations through uh, my, uh, you know, last few years of teaching experience, um, uh, my students are doing very, um, very good projects. You know, they think about what, uh, from the basic knowledge, uh, how can they apply the knowledge into different kind of industries, uh, you know, like, uh, the blockchain voting, right? The blockchain that to uh, to uh, keep the record of academic record, your transcript, you know, through blockchain, you can never fake it or uh, change it, right? And uh, uh, or blockchain insurance, uh, so blockchain e-commerce, and uh, uh, so blockchain to uh, blockchain against uh, uh, cybercrime. So all those uh, good research topics. So they have done uh, all of that. Um, I think those really um, give people an uh, opportunity, the young generation, to think about, you know, how can they uh, implement uh, blockchain technology to make our uh, our life uh, kind of more e e efficient, uh, you know, more productive, and uh, through those peer-to-peer -peer payments, uh, we can really, I mean, save save a lot of uh, energy or money resource, you know, to uh, from the uh, traditional way 
of uh, you know trend, uh, the financial industry doing the let's let's say just for example wire transfer right from um, I have a student from India, you know, from United States to India, you know, there, there it's usually go through a, quite a bit of a banksy and then uh, take a few days, however, peer to peer, you know, 24 seven, and you can always one click away, you can make a payment uh, like within a few seconds. Uh, so that is very, very convenient. And it's really, it's, it's the, um, I'll say it's really uh, impact everybody's life. Yeah, do you want to talk a little bit more about where you see like the future of like crypto and blockchain and how do you think blockchain can really transform the world? Yes, absolutely. So right now, um, people call blockchain Web3. Right? It is a really a free flow of, uh, of assets. So blockchain technology made it so uh, so easy for people to transfer to manage uh, manage your wealth and think about uh, usually people have a lot of uh, um, a lot of wealth that accumulate in a um, uh, tangibly uh, you have a house you have your car you know you have your uh, all kinds of things that is sitting in your house however you know this is so it's only so many uh, things that you can collect, like, uh, you know, you, you can use, you can only stay in one house, right? You can drive, uh, you know, collect a, a few cars. However, the intangible assets will growing. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you, you will have a cryptocurrency. If you have a Bitcoin, you know, Ethereum or Fable, whatever you have, and those, uh, those will become, you know, in the future will become your major, major assets. It will be more than, you know, what you have uh, tangibly. So it's easy, to, very easy to manage. Manage. Um, you know, you can manage so whenever you are, and um, you. It is easy for people to transfer wealth. Uh, you know, let's like I. If I send any money to my relative in China, and then uh, it just a click away. It's a peer to peer, right? I don't have to go through the banks. So um, there are a lot of government control as well, as you know, uh, not a free. A lot of for for some country, it's not allowed to uh, free flow of. Uh, of a funds inside out of the country. So blockchain is truly, it's made it possible that for people to have the freedom enjoying peer-to-peer -peer payment. It's not only for, um, you know, for the uh, freedom, it's all also for the, for the safety. Uh, so you don't have to give your custody of your assets to some other people's hand. And you can uh, just, you know, you can control it, you can spend it, and you can uh, pay with the way that uh, you want. You know, it's 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 the freedom. Yeah. So, what advice do you have for teens regarding the crypto or blockchain industries? Any safety advice, or really any words of wisdom that you would like to share? Sure, absolutely. So, for teenagers, I think it's very important that uh, you should put a safety as number one, uh, because the safety issue. You know, uh, however you accumulate your um, uh, crypto assets, uh, safety is always the number one something you can you, you have to consider. And so for keep your um, assets safe. Um, and uh, the first thing uh, is using the wallet that is 100% open source wallet, okay, 100% open source on chain wallet, decentralized wallet is very important. Because if it's not open source, then you don't know what's in the code and it can steal your private key, you know, can transfer your assets. Uh, so this is a very 
important and to use the safe platform. Uh, decentralized exchange is truly the future and the centralized exchanges keep running away, you know, with a lot of, um, you know, if you trade um, on the platform, that is not trustworthy, or they decide to run away, you just lose uh, lose all your assets, right? So there is a, uh, the news announced yesterday, there were centralized, a big exchange run away with uh, like, uh, uh, you know, over a billion dollars. So that's this uh, horrible news, but the, all those, the loss are users. So um, always use the platform that is uh, you know, trustworthy. Um, and I want, I, I usually tell, you know, the teenagers, uh, like, think of this way, okay? So the, uh, the, the, the bank, you know, the central exchange take your assets, right? The wallet, you you have your assets in your wallet. Uh, however, the centralized exchange is like a bank. The bank has been you know, existed for over 200 years. Uh, so they have, you know, um, federal uh, control, right? So they have FDIC. Um, and uh, um, so you, uh, uh, but, you know, for for those exchanges, they don't have insurance that, you know, pay for, for your loss. And it's not a, have a highly regulated because it's so new. Um, so um, be very careful. And I hope everybody can keep your assets safe and uh, be careful with, with your safety um, and always keep in, in mind. Yeah, so Dora, on behalf of the cryptocurrency team to our listeners, I would like to thank you so much for sharing your experiences, suggestions, and thoughts. Thank you. Sure, thank you. Very nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Cryptocurrency Teens podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and visit the cryptocurrencyteens.com website to find extra resources and info. See you soon. Disclaimer, the views, information, or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of cryptocurrency teams and its staff. Second disclaimer is that this is not financial advice. The information contained in this podcast is not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as financial advice. In general, the advice offered by our guests should be general advice about the cryptocurrency industry or the blockchain industry and not specific investment advice. 